Welcome to the 5-7 Podcast. I'm your host, Pri, and I'd like to wish all of you guys out there a happy Father's Day. Well, all you fathers and all of the men that are feeling that father, uh, that fatherhood role, you are all uh, very important. And if you are a dad and you're not paying child support and you're not feeling that uh, childhood or that fatherhood role, you can go fuck yourself. So I am going to start off with uh, a few articles that I have that from the Chicago Sun-Times and uh, Fox News. And today it's going to be about gun violence. Now, I live in Chicago, so, well, not in Chicago, I live in the Chicagoland area, so I live in the suburbs outside of Chicago. So, we are always getting the news on what is going on in Chicago. Now, it's important for people to understand that a lot of this crime, um, like a lot of these murders happen in, you know, specific areas. So, it's not all of Chicago, and Chicago is a gigantic place. So, I have four articles from the Chicago Sun-Times. All four of these incidents happened this weekend, and there's something that I want to talk about after I read the articles. And, um, you know, we can kind of dive into gun control a little bit. So, uh, so here we go. A 27-year-old woman was shot to death Sunday in Little Village on the southwest side. Karina Avila was a passenger in a vehicle traveling about 12.54 a.m. in the area of the 2600 block of South St. Louis Avenue when someone unleashed gunfire and struck her in the head, Chicago Police and Cook County Medical Examiner's Office said. The female driver drove about a mile away to a home in the 4100 block of West 25th Street where paramedics responded, authorities said. Avila was pronounced on the scene. The driver told officers she didn't know where the shots came from. Authority said an autopsy conducted Sunday confirmed that Avila of Galewood died from a gunshot wound to the head. Her death has been ruled a homicide, according to the medical examiner. No one is in custody as area central detectives investigate. That is story number one. Number two, a 17 year old boy was wounded in a shooting Sunday in Lawndale. He was walking about 2.36 a.m and the 3100 block of West Douglas Boulevard when someone came up to him from behind and asked him his gang affiliation. Chicago police said the person opened fire, striking the teen three times in the leg. The teen was taken to Mount Sinai Hospital where his condition was stabilized. The shooter fled, and the boy didn't see his face or gather a description. No one is in custody as area central detectives investigate. Story number three. A 34-year-old man was shot and killed Sunday in Calumet Heights, police said. Alfonso LaFlore was on the sidewalk about 2.39 a.m. outside an establishment in the 8900 block of South Stony Island Avenue when someone in a passing black Chevrolet Malibu opened fire, Chicago police and Cook County Medical Examiner's offices said. LaFlory of Inglewood was struck multiple times and was pronounced on the scene. Officers surrounded an area just outside the new dating game lounge and marked m- multiple shell casings as the, on the street. Witnesses have been uncooperative with investigators, police said. No arrests have been reported. That was story number three. Story number four. A 23-year-old woman was shot in the finger Sunday in Rosemore on the south side. She was on a porch with a group of people about 1.18 a.m. in the 
10500 block of South Edbrook Avenue when someone in a passing gray vehicle opened fire. Chicago police said the woman refused medical treatment. Officials don't know if she was the intended target. No no one is in custody as area South detectives investigate. Now, when you listen to all of these stories, they all have somewhat all of a similar, like a similar type of um, situation. You know, somebody uh, rolls up in a vehicle or someone comes up from behind somebody. Nobody knows who they are. You know, and they're and they're shooting at people. Okay, whether it's you know because of gangs or or what have you. You know, what is important here is that what do gun laws have to do with these type of people? Now, the people, the type of people that go to the gun store and and buy weapons are people that are a have a Floyd card, which I think is necessary. And B have a concealed carry license. Now, these type of people who have to go through the FOID process and have to go through the concealed carry process are not the type of people that are running around at midnight, one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning, shooting people randomly. You know, this isn't, or maybe these, not not randomly, but, uh, you know, or, or, or shooting at other gang members. You know, gangs don't go to they don't go to the gun store to buy weapons to to go and do drive-bys. You know, I don't know you know what what gun laws could do to prevent that. And it's not um, it's not gun laws that need to be that need to be changed or enacted. What needs to be enacted is more money into the education system so that these types of kids when when they're young can learn that this type of behavior is unacceptable and this isn't the kind of stuff that you want to do and that gangs are no good and that gangs you don't want to have anything to do with them because point blank they're no good it won't serve you any kind of purpose yeah i i get it that these guys they prey on kids that um don't have a dad at home mom's working you know probably two jobs and th- these kids need a father figure, you know, and, you know, it comes down on dudes too. If you're having sex with women and you get a woman pregnant, it is your responsibility from that day forward to be a father to that child. Now, if you're man enough to, if you're man enough to, you know, to do these, these types of things with women to go out there and, 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 and do these acts then you should be man enough to take care of these kids. And if these men can start taking care of these kids and give them something to look up to, they won't be looking towards these gangs. So I actually, I named two things that need to be done. Guys, these guys that, that are leaving these women, you know, high and dry need to step up and, and being father figure to these kids. And, and, um, these kids need to find more value in school and the Chicago public school system needs to do that. They need to to put out information to these kids that they make them want to go to school so that they can that they're willing to learn or want to learn. You know, as of right now, kids want to grow up and be a rapper or a movie star or a professional athlete, and it's someone who makes you know a ton of money so that they can you know have this lavish lifestyle. And we need to 
teach these kids that, you know, the people that are able to do that are, you know, like one in a million, you know, making it playing the Chicago Bulls onto the Chicago Bulls basketball team, you know, the, 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 the probability of that happening is, is really, really low for a lot of people. And the people who make it, you know, to that level, you know, they have, you know, there's something special about them. But just because you're not a professional basketball player doesn't mean that there's not something special about you. You know, you know, you could be an engineer or, or a, or a fighter fighter or something because these people have a lot of value in society. So that's my two cents on, on, um, not gun laws, but, uh, but education for education for kids. And it has to start from the, from the bottom and, and work its way up. So I have another story here that I got from Fox news and what it's about. It's, it's about the, the shooting that happened in Virginia beach. And there was a woman that wanted to, she wanted to carry a, a pistol to work because she was worried about something happening. And this brings up another, another, um, another question. Should employees of federal buildings be able to conceal carry if they're um, employees of the federal government? Now, there are laws that you're not allowed to, to carry concealed into a, into a federal building. So nobody can carry into a federal building unless you're a police officer or, or I would imagine a, a working at some kind of federal law enforcement or local law enforcement capacity. So here's the story from Fox News. Former DEA Special Agent David Katz breaks down the details of a deadly shooting in Virginia Beach, Virginia. The night before, Kate Nixon and 11 others were murdered by a disgruntled co-worker. The decade-long Virginia Beach City employee talked with her husband about bringing a gun to work for self-defense a decision that was taken out of her hands by the city's ban on employees carrying firearms at work, a Nixon family lawyer said. Now Nixon's family is calling for an independent investigation into events leading up to the May 31st shooting and what could have been done differently before and during it, particularly given, given the explicit concerns about shooter Dwayne Craddock. Kate expressed to her husband concerns about this individual in particular, as well as one other person. Nixon family attorney Kevin Martingale told WHRV's Hearsay with Kathy Lewis radio show on Monday. In fact, they had a discussion the night before about whether or not she should take a pistol and hide it in her handbag and decided not to, ultimately because there's a policy apparently against having any kind of weapons that are concealed in the building. The city of Virginia Beach prohibits employees from carrying any weapon while working or on city property, unless authorized by a supervisor. The city policy notes the prohibition against possession of a weapon applies even if a member has a permit to carry a concealed weapon. An employee violating the policy would not be in violation of the law, but they would be breaking rules set by their place of employment. Employees who violate this policy will be subject to discipline up to and including dismissal, the city policy states. So pretty much, if you carry a weapon to work, you can lose your job. If you don't carry a weapon to work, in this woman's case, you lose your life. Back to it. Julie Hill, director of the communications office at Virginia Beach, said, 
Some of the city councils were considering making it illegal rather than just a policy violation if employees carried a gun at work. In Virginia, however, cities aren't allowed to make it illegal for licensed permit holders to carry, so the city council would merely be considering recommending the state allow them to impose legal penalties on such employees. There's an item on next week's city council meeting for the council to discuss a resolution to support a bill to allow localities to prohibit the carrying of firearms in governmental buildings, Hill told foxnews.com. She also pointed out to a statement the city released about the shooting. Martingale, meanwhile, is still focused on figuring how that shooting could have been prevented in the first place. We've heard a lot of information out there suggesting there were a lot of concerns about the shooter well before this happened, he told WHRV. We need to know more about that. An outside investigation is the perfect vehicle to get to the truth. That's it. This is a search for truth by a grieving family. Nixon was a widely respected member of the community, as Martin Gale noted on the radio show. She was president of her civic league. She was involved with the swim team. She would have been celebrating her 20th anniversary next month. Nixon left behind a husband and three young daughters. Gun rights advocates say armed citizens are important for preventing mass shootings. A so-called gun-free zone does not make people safer because the only person who will have a gun is a person who violates the policy. It's really a victim disarmament, disarmament zone. Alan Godelib, president of the Second Amendment Foundation, told Fox News. In Virginia Beach, the murders took place in an area that required an employee key card to access, so anyone with authorization to enter was required to be disarmed. Godelib says he often hears from public employees who are frustrated that they cannot defend themselves at work. I get a lot of crossing my desk employees who work in state or city governments who are upset that they cannot bring a gun to work to protect themselves and want to know if their rights are being violated, he said. They contact the Second Amendment Foundation all the time. Several groups advocating more restrictions on guns didn't respond to Fox News' request for comment, but such groups have said previously the best way to prevent shootings is additional gun laws. Brady United praised Democratic Virginia Governor Ralph Northam for proposing new bans in the wake of the shooting, including action on suppressors, a ban on assault weapons, and expansion of local authority to regulate firearms. Yeah, okay, uh, uh, banning suppressors, what is that going to do? You know, and here's, here's another thing, and this goes to show you on ignorance uh, coming from somebody who probably knows absolutely nothing about weapons, is that, you know, you watch movies, and, you know, somebody's, you know, they're shooting a gun and they're wearing no ear protection and, you know, they're firing off round after round after round after round, you know, like John Wick. And then they put a suppressor on and then they're they're shooting these rounds. And like you, you would think that the person next to them can't hear these rounds, that they're that they're so quiet because you put a, a suppressor on them. And you know what? It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way because uh, the suppressor doesn't just make everything silent you know you 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 have to be running you know what kind of ammunition are you running are you running subsonic ammunition because if you're not running subsonic ammunition you know it's not going to quiet uh it's not going to quiet the the firing of the weapon so so yeah uh banning suppressors isn't uh 
isn't going to isn't going to stop anything. Uh, banning assault weapons isn't going to stop anything because people who are using these weapons they're not they're not walking to the gun store to get them. So I'll move on. Brady United in a press release added they applauded Northam's announcement, hailing it as an, it is as an opportunity for Virginia legislators to take action to prevent the next mass shooting. But Gottlieb says allowing civilians to carry is often the best line of defense against mass shootings and decried how long it's taken for Nixon's story to come out. Nobody in the media picked up on that, he said. And quite honestly, I would have assumed that I would I would have to assume that's agenda driven. And that a lot of people in the media believe that, you know, firearms are evil, so they don't report on the fact that somebody wanted to have a firearm to protect themselves. Now I believe strongly I believe strongly that that an armed society is a respectful society that and that and it's not it, see this isn't this isn't just about guns it's about protection and that people wanting to be able to protect themselves and I don't find anything wrong with that you know if if you don't want to carry a weapon hey that's fine you know that's 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 your choice I don't have a problem with that. If you don't like weapons, that's fine. You know, I don't I don't have a problem with that. But there are people that do, and you can't just make things illegal or say nobody should have them just because you don't like them or you're you're afraid of them, you know? And and I think that we need to we need to get past that. And I think as a society that we have a problem that if people don't share your your thoughts or or your beliefs that they're wrong or that they're bad people or that it's it's wrong for them to have a a different opinion than you do and this goes into the this goes into the into the gun the gun conversation as well because you have a lot of people who have opinions about it and you have a lot of people who don't know anything about it you have people that are are looking to make laws about weapons and yet they don't they don't know anything about them you know, or, or, or what they can do. And yes, weapons can do, uh, they can do bad, but they could also do a lot of good. And it's important to remember that guns aren't necessarily the problem because they're just inanimate objects until somebody does something with them, just like a car or alcohol, you know, if alcohol sitting on a alcohol sitting on a, on a table is, is doing nothing to anybody. But around an alcoholic, you know, it's it's dangerous. If you have a vehicle and it's sitting there, you know, it's it's not doing anything. But if you have a drunk driver sitting behind it, then it's a problem. And you have a gun sitting on a table. Sitting there, it's doing nothing. And it won't do anything until someone picks it up and grabs it and does something with it. So it's not necessarily the the object, it's the people that are behind them and we need to recognize that and we need to understand that there are people out there that that need help and it 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 goes it goes it goes beyond it goes beyond us saying yeah we're gonna check this and and this and if you if you pass this then you know you're you're, you're okay you know it goes beyond that and but you can't you can't say that people can't can't do certain things just because it's um, you don't believe in it, so I'm going to leave that. 
I'm going to leave you guys with that. I'm going to let you guys a um, little food for thought with that. And uh, hit me up in the in the comments and let me know what you think. I am on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So check me out, 57 Podcast. Uh, I, I'm on all three. If you would are on Facebook and I have a private, um, it's just a, it's just a, like a, like a Facebook group. If you'd like to join the group, shoot me a message at the 57 podcast page. And if you, I'm, I'm, I'm very appreciative uh, to my listeners, guys. Um, I'm getting a lot of uh, support from you. I, I, I am very appreciative of it. I've got a lot coming down the pipe. Um, I'm working on this, uh, really hard trying to give you guys better content and, um, I'm, I'm very appreciative of everybody who listens. And uh, thanks, guys. Uh, once again, uh, give a rate and review uh, if, if you can. I, I would greatly appreciate it. And take care of yourselves. This is Pre. Out.